0: Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless, world. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. There is a lot of evil that comes from the attitude of entitlement. We have been looking at it the last few weeks. What does entitlement exactly do to a person? What is it? Am I entitled? We looked at that. We looked at last week some of the evils of entitlement. What about down into the root system though? What about down into the DNA of what entitlement actually is? And we looked at Numbers chapter 11 and a Uh, The children of Israel and how they were entitled, at least they thought, they were entitled to some of the uh, necessities and some of the extra things that was just their way of life. And so we looked at that and we applied it to our own lives and how so often in our American Christianity we can become entitled to the things that other people call luxuries. Some countries, many countries around the world do not have the privileges that we have, and yet we are so focused sometimes on ourselves and so focused, and we get trapped in this bubble, honestly, this bubble of a prosperous nation and a prosperous heritage that we get so focused on ourselves and we, we realize, you know, we are truly entitled. We struggle with this attitude of entitlement, even when it comes to the big decisions and the small ones as well. Last week we talked about how entitlement getting down deep right into the root system, how entitlement stems from ingratitude. Uh, discontentment is indeed the brother of entitlement. It it is the attitude that drives it all, being discontent for what you have. And we looked at how Paul challenged us to be content in whatever state that we are in. So we talked about that. Entitlement stems from ingratitude. Entitlement also, what does it do? It dismisses responsibility. It dismisses responsibility. It's, it's such a uh, connected to the victim mentality of, well, I'm entitled to have it easy because I've had it hard in the past. And that's not always the case. And so we're going to talk about it again. What's some more of the DNA? What is more of the root system of entitlement and what can we do about it? Well, number three, continuing from last week, entitlement promotes envy. It promotes envy. Entitlement sees others through greedy lenses. We've all been guilty, right? We see the Jones across the street with a nice new car that we know they can't afford and something wells up inside of us. We start making little slighted remarks you know, about how they don't deserve a new car because of the way they take care of their house or, or what, for whatever reason. And we actually work hard for our money, so why don't we deserve that? And I truly believe that a strong envy for the things of the world is one of God's greatest enemies. It really is. Because here we are, we are God's people, we are redeemed, we are bought with a price. God has given His life literally for us to live in his blessings, and here we are settling for the blessings of the world. And we make that our ambition. We look at other people and we envy and covet what they have. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 6, it says, For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will not regard any ransom, neither will he rest content though thou givest many gifts. So many gifts is not the problem. Getting more is not the cure to entitlement. It's quite the opposite. It's realizing the blessings that we do have, and we talked a little bit about it last week about being grateful, but the blessings that we do have, they're given to us by God. So entitlement, what does it do? It sees other people through greedy lenses. You say, well, well, what do you mean by that? Have you ever had little conversations in your head before? Now, come on. I know you've done it. I know I've definitely done it too, right? You've had little conversations in your head, and you mumble under your breath about how, man, I cannot believe they would buy that. I cannot believe they would do that. da 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 And we just, we just go on and on and on, right? What is that? That's our covetousness. That is our entitlement. Speaking. We have these little conversations in our head that don't please the Lord, that don't bring God any glory in our life. And what does it do? It destroys our view of that person. It's so funny how we can have these own little conversations in our head about other people. And then before you know it, we believe what we're saying about other people, because if you say it long enough and loud enough, you're going to start to believe it. You start to believe what these conversations are going on in your head. You start to believe them about this person. And now your actions toward this person, your attitude toward this person has changed simply because of your thoughts toward that person. Envy, it destroys gratitude towards other people's blessings. You know what entitlement does? Entitlement and envy... It destroys being happy for somebody when they have a blessing. It really does. You ever just find it hard to be happy for somebody because they have a blessing? Is it hard for you to to praise somebody uh, for a blessing that God gives? Well, that may be a red flag of envy or a red flag of entitlement. But not just, it not just destroys our view of other people and being happy for them when they actually get blessing but as i said earlier it destroys good thoughts toward them right it destroys good thoughts towards them envy it tears down encouraging words and exhortation right you have all these conversations with this person in your head and they don't go so well <laughs> they don't go so well and you're just tearing them apart man you're just letting them have it because you're entitled to what the jealousy is a rage of a man and you're just letting them have it in these in these little conversations. And before you know it, you haven't spoken to that person. You haven't spoken to that person. You've created an entire different reality of that relationship simply because you feel entitled to what they have. But it doesn't just destroy good thoughts toward others. It destroys good works toward them, right? Starts with a good thought, but it destroys our good works toward it. Envy keeps us from being the hands and feet of Jesus simply because we are convinced that others are not deserving of it. And think about that attitude for just a moment. Think about how selfish we can become to think that someone does not need the hands and feet of Jesus. Because you know what? That's what we are. As the church, if you're born again and you're saved, You're on your way to heaven. You are literally the body of Christ. You're the body of Christ. You are the hands and feet of Jesus. And we are to minister, the Bible says, grace to those around us. Minister the gospel. Minister truth to those around us. not just physical needs, but spiritual needs. And that is our job, to be a light in a very dark world. And what envy does, envy keeps us from being the hands and feet of Jesus. It keeps us from... From the good works that we could be doing with this person. You know, but going back to having this little conversation in your head, right? This person that you've been talking to and you've been letting have it, right? It's destroying your attitude toward that person and destroying any good that you could do for them in the future. Well, I'm not going to give them that because they look, look at what they just – look what they're wearing, or look at what, what they just bought. I'm not going to give them. The Lord puts it on your heart to give them something. I'm not going to give them that. They've got, they've got they're have got they making plenty of money. Right? Now We've been there. God tells us to do something. Well, they probably don't need that. Right? They, they're doing well for themselves. They're not hurting at all. But yet, God's put it on your heart. Envy keeps us from being the hands and feet of Jesus. The reality is, we are all not deserving of God's good gifts. Because being and being jealous of someone else, is' like telling God he is not enough. That's the epitome. It's the epitome of entitlement. So entitlement, what does it do? It in, promotes envy towards others. And number four, entitlement dominates your finances. There's no doubt that when we look at other people, we're looking at what? We're looking at a price tag. We're looking at a money sign. We're looking at something that mater- has material value when we envy them or covet them. Entitlement is directly tied to how we steward our finances. And the reality is that entitlement will rule your money decisions if you let it, right? It will rule that. I deserve to buy what I want because I work hard for my money. And it's so funny. We, we, we use that adjective, my money, right? It's my money, but nothing is ours. Christ created all. He bought us with a price. It is his. He paid the sacrifice to have it all. It's all his. But it's my money. I can do with it what I want. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, this was Solomon speaking here. A man that could have whatever he wanted, he said this. And whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. I beheld with my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor. And this was my portion of all my labor. Solomon was a very rich king, son of David, king of Israel. In fact, one of the richest men to ever live He had anything that he wanted, but think of, listen to that verse again. Whatsoever my eyes desired, I kept not from them, I withheld not my heart from any joy. Solomon believed he was entitled to any joy. Just because he had the access, just because he had the ability, he thought that he was entitled, and it's interesting, you go down seven verses, seven verses later, he said, Therefore I hated life. Therefore, I hated life. It's interesting for the richest man in the world. Here, The world wants to teach you the more you have, the happier you're going to be. Or the more you have, the more control you have of your money. The problem is that many people, their money has them, and it has control over them. They think it gives them control to do what they want. And yeah, you may be able to make more purchases that actually give you more responsibility and actually increase your anxiety levels, Okay, It's actually proven, studies have proven, that once someone makes uh, approximately over $150,000 in America, that their happiness levels go down, their anxiety levels go up, their depression levels go up, simply because they have more. So uh, it's proven that more does not give you happiness. And Solomon was learning that. Entitlement will dominate your financial decisions. It will dominate... Whether you give at church or not. Whether you are obedient to give to a missionary family where the Lord tells you to. Right? Or you think you're entitled to that money so that you put it away for something else. It will dominate your finances if you let it. And then lastly, entitlement will lead you to resent God's timing. So what do you mean? To resent God's timing. Obviously, God has different timing than all of us. He really does. His timing is so different and some of your... Shouting amen right now. Yes, his timing is so different. And we are very impatient beings, aren't we? We are so impatient we want things right now. We want patience and we want it now, right, as one preacher said. We want all the good things right now, but entitlement will resent God's timing. It's the epitome of a young man who's in his 20s, and he's looking at life, and he thinks he ought to have exactly what mom and dad have. And they've worked 30 years for what they have, but he thinks, because he's 30 years old, that he should have that, right? It resents God's timing. It resents God's timing. I remember just a few weeks ago, I was talking to my wife, and we've got some friends um, back from where we grew up. They're building a house right now, and we are so excited for them. They're actually expecting twins as well. We're so happy for them. But I remember looking at Catherine, we were looking through their pictures and things, and... And uh, the construction, they kind of you know gave up updates and stuff about that, and, and we were so very excited for him. And I remember turning to Catherine and I said, "Catherine, you got to realize that the Lord may never call us to that." Sure, I would love to build my own house. I would love that. Uh, I would enjoy that very much. But I told her, I said, "You know, the Lord may never. That may not be God's will for us. And it may. It's definitely not God's will for us now." But it may not ever be God's will for us, right? Just because somebody else has it doesn't mean that we deserve it. And it could really, entitlement can really resent God's timing if you let it. It will make you impatient. It will make you uh, make hasty decisions and in the process destroy relationships, uh, destroy uh, friendships, and be disobedient to God's word simply. Because we feel entitled, I hope some of these things have helped you a little bit. This is something that's been on my heart. God's been dealing with me about about this issue of entitlement, and I hope some of these things, getting down into the root system and the DNA of entitlement, really what it is. Hopefully, one of those struck a chord with you. Ask the Lord to help you, and ask you ask Him to give you the attitude of contentment. Paul said, "Whatsoever state I am in, therewith to be content." Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tylerarobertson.com. tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.